Welcome to the Healing Place Church devotional podcast. Join us Monday through Friday for a new daily devotional each day from the Healing Place Church pastors and staff. We hope this podcast will help you grow in your faith and will be a blessing and a resource to you as you pursue God daily. Hello, everyone. We are so glad you're here today to join us as we continue into the book of James. Um, Let's everybody just turn our eyes on Jesus and let's allow the Holy Spirit to teach us today from James 4, 1 through 3. Let's read. What is causing the quarrels and fights among you? Don't they come from your evil desire at war within you? You want what you don't have, so you scheme to kill to get it. You're jealous of what others have, but you can't get it. So you fight and wage war to take it away from them. Yet you don't have what you want because your motives are all wrong. You want only what you will give you what will give you pleasure. Now those are some strong verses in the book of James. And if we look at the observation of this, James started this chapter, this is the only chapter he started with two questions. And in a read in a writing style, when you start um, a paragraph or an essay or something with a question, the, re- the writer's trying to grab your attention. So James grabbed our attention when he started out and said, what's causing all these fights? But then he answered his question, which is an- another writing style that gets a very, uh, de- that's demonstrating a firm stance. So he says, what's causing all these fights? Uh, he said, don't they come for your sens- sensual desires that, wa- that wage war within you? He says, are you just, we're, go- we're doing something wrong here, people. He's saying to the church, and these are believers, these are Christians. He could be saying today, like, what's going on in your family? Why are all these fights in your family? Are there just sensual pleasures and wars going on? What's wrong? Is the Holy Spirit left out? And he was saying there's an, what all of these verses are saying, there's an internal conflict going on. And this internal conflict is, there's a war going on, and this war on the inside is, ra- is raging war on the outside. And so there's war on the inside and war on the outside going on. And he says, our motives are wrong, our intentions are wrong, it's affecting our prayer life. So he said, we got to do something about this. He said, remember, our enemy is not all those people on the outside. It's not the, our family, and it's not our friends at church. That's not our enemy. Satan is our enemy. And so he is trying to warn us to let us know all of these sensual pleasures that we have are only for our destruction, not for our life in Christ. And you say, well, Ann, if I walked with Christ, I wouldn't have to worry about those verses in James 4, 1 through 3 that James was talking about. I don't know about that. Ma- Matthew 18, 4 and Mark 9, 33 said, uh, Jesus, it says that Jesus heard the disciples arguing as they were walking on the street, they were actually, it said on the road, they were arguing and disputing, kind of an argument going on. There was an internal conflict, let's say, inside of them. And Jesus said, what are y'all talking about? And they said, oh, nothing, nothing. They didn't want to tell him what they were talking about, but he knew. And this was his answer to them for their internal conflict going on. He said, whoever humbles himself as a little child will be the greatest in the kingdom of God. So they were having a conflict too. There was war being raged in and out of them. And he told them, we must humble ourselves. And so in application, let's see how we are to live by the Spirit in contrast to these verses in James that we read and overcome this internal conflict. We're going to, we're going to, I have one point. And the one point is the point that Jesus said to the disciples when they had an internal conflict. He had a point. He had um, an answer to that. He said, you got to choose humility. you got to humble yourself. 
And in humility, you have to choose to be a doer of the word. And that was what we learned in James 1, to be a doer of the word and not a hearer only. A doer of the word, now this is kind of hard sometimes, allows the Holy Spirit to teach us, to correct us. Basically, a doer of the word has to go into the school of the Holy Spirit. Every day I get up, you get up, we have to get up and say, today I'm going to get into the classroom of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit's our teacher, and he's going to instruct us. Now, pride will make me want to disobey the teacher, not obey the teacher, maybe get in time out, maybe go AWOL, maybe be suspended. But pride is not going to keep us in the classroom listening to the teacher. And so to be a doer of the word, we have to humble ourselves so that those verses we read will not be a part of our life. Let me give you an example, a me example of doing the word. It's Luke 6, 41. And it says, why worry about a speck in your mind was my brother's eye when you have a log in your own. First, get rid of the log in your own eye. Then you'll be able to see well enough to deal with the speck in your friend's eye. Well, I called my brother before so I could share this. But there was a, to, this month is the month that I received Christ 48 years ago. So 48 years ago, I'm, I've been knowing Christ for 48 years. So this, this, situ, this story I'm going to tell you about happened 10 years ago. It didn't happen when I first got saved. So the school of the Holy Spirit is an ongoing process that God wants to teach us and instruct us in his ways. It was a situation that I had to choose humility. And I knew exactly where I was sitting that day. I knew when God said, I want you to pray for your brother. And it wasn't to pray for him to say what everything he had done wrong. He wanted to get the log out of my own eye so that I could see the speck that really didn't amount to anything in my brother's eye. It was like a silent feud going on in our family. So I prayed, and when I prayed, the prayer healed me of my internal war going on that was affecting externally in our family. The change on the in and outside of me had a lasting effect on my, my relationship with my brother, and his daughter. I wasn't sure about my brother's salvation at the time, how deep he was with the Lord. But because I prayed this prayer, I was able to step into my brother's life, and this is how. His daughter was diagnosed with an incurable disease, and he later was diagnosed with cancer. Had I not prayed and sought God and allowed the Lord to get the log out of my eye where I would have this internal war going on inside of me, I may never have been able to step into my brother's life when he had cancer, when Sally had this incurable disease because of my heart. Not because of his heart. This is because of my heart was, was there was that internal conflict going on. And so this deep relationship that my brother developed that he, he developed with Christ. And then because of that, it influenced Sally's life, his daughter's life. He shared Christ with her. He read the word with her every day. And when Sally accepted Christ, she wanted to be baptized. So Sam took her to a church in Leesville where we were, where we were born and raised. And he carried her up the steps to the baptismal to be, saved, to be baptized. And at Sally's funeral, her, her disease uh, caused her death. I remember hearing my brother saying, Father, thank you for, for giving your life for Sally and, and giving your life for me, that she and I both, I will see her one day in heaven. So when the funeral was over, I asked my brother, I said, Sam, how did Sally get up to the baptismal? 
He said, I carried her up there. And I look at this story, and I think to myself that day, what would have happened if I had not become a doer of the word, if I had not humbled myself, because it was a choice to let go. If I had not humbled myself, become a doer of the word, and prayed about, prayed so the Holy Spirit could remove the log in my eye, I'm not sure. But because I humbled myself, God was able to use me. My, my, my relationship my, my, with my brother is great. And we know Sally is in heaven. And he used me somehow to impact eternity. And so I challenge us today to, be a, to go into the school of the Holy Spirit and to be a doer of the word. When you read the word, let the Holy Spirit convict us of what we need to do so that we don't live according to all the quarrels and the fights and all the schemes of the flesh, those things that are trying to bring destruction to our home and our life. So let's pray. Father, thank you so much that you have asked us to be a doer of the word, to humble ourselves so that we won't live in fights and quarrels. We won't live separated from the purposes and plans of God. I pray, God, that as we become a doer of the word and not a hearer only, then that would mean, God, that our motives are going to change from being destructive motives, being motives that are not pure motives, that are going to be motives with pure intent. And I give you praise and I give you glory and I give you honor that every day we live, we choose to live in the school of the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit instruct us and teach us in the ways of our Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening. Take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss any of the daily devotionals and be sure to share with your friends. For more information about HPC, visit healingplacechurch.org.